Welcome to checking out the competition Wednesday night rivalry. Yeah, super intense. Biggest (laughs) rivals, the Washington Capitals. (laughs) When I think of a team that I hate more than any other team, I think Washington Capitals. (laughs) Who I don't hate, though, is Greg Young of Japer's Rink. Greg, how are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing I'm doing well. Doing well. This is the third time we've done this. So I feel like I'm uh, going to be like an honorary member of your podcast at some point. It's true. At this point, yeah. I should introduce you as friend of the pod, Greg. Young. Wow. That's like a big honor. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, are, we, are we ready? to? Is it OK if I uh, start declaring myself that? I'm OK with it. All right, I think it's fine. <laughs> Sounds good. So the last time it's been barely a month little over a month since we last had one of these games. A yeah. 7-2 win. Yeah, um, you guys. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was kind of the start, I think, of yeah. this little run that the Flyers have been on. It's interesting because we've been on our podcast, Bill primarily, has kind of been using that game as the St. Louis Blues game in Philly last season. That was kind of one that kicked off their little run. Yeah. Um, because of course at Broad Street Hockey, we've all decided that the Flyers are this year's St. Louis Blues, and they are. I mean, why not, right? You yeah, so, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the thing that I wanted to kick off with, the thing that's newest, is this red line that you've got now that you've got Ilya yeah. Kovalchuk on the team. Um, yeah. I understand that they had a goal in the wild game i they're not a regular line right like they're just kind of been thrown together from time to time how are you enjoying Ilya kovalchuk so far it's been fun i mean like i i think i yeah i mean obviously it's Ilya kovalchuk so you know that he has a ton of skill right you know he's like one of the leading goal scorers of the last 20 years you know you get that but he's way more physical than i thought he would ever be which has been actually something the capitals really needed a little bit was you know i think that they it's no secret the Capitals have kind of been slumping a little bit in the last couple of months. And, you know, the fan base has been a little, you know, concerned about what's going on. But I think having Ilya Kovalchuk in there and just being physical and obviously excited to be a Washington Capital has uh, really raised the game. And you ask about that line in particular, and it might be one of those that in doses, it's a good idea. I think Mm -hmm. that if you look at three players, you know, Ilya, uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Alex Ovechkin are not going to play a lot of defense, right? <laughs> so I right. think that's a line <laughs> that you can use, like, against, like, you know, an elite offensive line. But Reardon was using it a little bit against, uh, you know, after they killed off a penalty. And yeah, I saw yeah, that. It's kind of like a little momentum boost. And I think that was kind of a good little use for it. So maybe it has its moments and spurts. Oh, pardon. The cat has to be on the podcast. So that's what you're hearing, everyone. (laughs) Fop of the cat, friend of the pod. Um, Anyway. um, Yeah, I (laughs) I thought it was addition to it, I think. Right. Yeah. So I I, I saw that, um, actually, article on your site uh, about that line. That strategy of them bringing them out after a penalty kill is interesting. um, Because you've got a, a bunch of guys that are gassed. Those guys are very well rested because, as you said, they are not defense guys, so they're not out there killing penalties. So you kind of just throw three extremely skilled players out on the ice for a shift and see what happens. It's kind of a cool strategy. I think I like it. Yeah. I mean, Reardon is a coach that, for better or for worse, experiments a lot. 
And I mean, mm-hmm. like, a lot, a lot. So, you know, I think it's, I, I, that's maybe one where, you know, it's good that he experiments a lot, because I think a lot of coaches would be terrified of those three players being on the ice at any time, like, even on a power play. So I think that's one where Reardon's experimentation kind of helps it a little bit. Another thing I saw on your site today when I was taking a look is that it would appear that there is some thought that maybe Braden Holpe might be back. What do you think yeah. about his recently? So Holpe is interesting because I think that going into the year, you know, it was very clear that Ilya Samsonov was going to be the way, f- way forward, right? And I think he still is, but Holpe just got off to such a bad start this year that you know, I think that it kind of called into question whether, you know, it was going to be Samsonov's time sooner than any of us thought. Now, I think there's been a couple of things with Holpe. One is that it seems pretty clear that his job was threatened. And I think sometimes when you're a goalie, that can kind of spiral a little bit because then maybe you start overplaying a little bit. And uh, I think the last, like, 10, 15 games, we've seen Holpe kind of revert back to form a little bit in in the sense of, I mean, Holpe's going to be an aggressive goalie, but he's also has a pretty calm demeanor. And when he's really on, he's shutting down lanes and really shutting down shooting lanes. And I think in the last like 10 to 15 games, we started seeing that a little bit more from him. And I think the other thing is that he's someone that he's been subject to a lot of bad capitals defense. And uh, it, like, I think when he's struggling, that's always something that, you know, I try to separate a little bit is, you know, is this Braden Holpe or is it the capitals giving up a huge amount of high danger chances and he's not saving every one of them. And so, you know, I think that there's been a little bit of improvement up there in the last five to 10 games, I would say. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's definitely helped Holpe a little bit too. Is this kind of what he does, though? It kind of seems like as a passive watcher that he always starts out really slow, is at times during the regular season, like actively bad, and then just kind of turns it on heading into the playoffs, which is, you know, not a bad thing as long as you're going to get into the playoffs. No, and I mean, if you're a veteran, like, and I mean, the the difference this year is that Hopi obviously is up as a free agent at the end mm-hmm. of the year. So you would think you'd want to play well all year, but yeah. <laughs> there, there's got to be some inclination if you're a veteran, right? That you're like, wow, I really don't want to play the, you know, I'm not going to maybe go a 110% in this Tuesday night game against Winnipeg. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's human. That's, that's like, I get that, you know? And so I think that the second Samsonov was like really going to threaten his job, maybe, you know, all of a sudden those random Tuesday night games start mattering a lot more. So do, do you have any idea which goalie we're going to get in this game? Um, I think it's probably going to be a whole B. I mean, okay. so the thing is, um, we play three games in three and a half days, uh, which is, I don't know why the schedulers did this, but I oh think boy. the idea of a Saturday afternoon tilt with the Penguins was a little too tempting. So mm. they are doing that, which is fine, I guess. I actually might be at that game in person, so that'd be exciting. Oh, fun. But, uh, yeah, so, um, but, you know, I think that, it's, I don't exactly know off the top of my head which uh, whether it's going to be Holpe or Samsonov in, uh, against you guys because uh, they, they they play the Rangers again the next day. So it's mm. going to be one or the other, and then they'll just flip it. you know. So I think from a Capitals perspective, I, I would expect Holpe, but I am not 100% sure about that yet. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the defense. Um, how's that going? Um, so... I think that it's a work in progress. And I think that's been the theme with the Capitals a lot this last 20 to 30 games. Um, 
I think that there has been some things that have gone really right and some things that have been a little bit of a struggle. I think so the Capitals picked up Brendan Dillon at the deadline, and that's a move that's mostly worked out because since the deadline, they've uh, since the trade, they've basically exclusively paired him with Carlson, and that pair is doing really well. So mm-hmm. that's clearly two, you know, top NHL defensemen. And then I think the question kind of is, well, what of the the bottom four? And you know, obviously Dmitry Orlov is going to be a huge part of that. He's someone that I talk up every chance I get because he's great and no one talks about him, which is a bummer, but he's, <laughs> he's great. Um, and then, I, you know, I think there's been a bit of a revolving door about who he's going to play with. Um, it, it seems like they really would like Nick Jensen to win that job. Um, but the problem is every time you see Jensen on the ice, you know, you're always, he's kind of making a big mistake and, you know, if you're a coach, I think it could be easy to over magnify that. But it's something that, you know, is very notable that he makes a lot of mistakes. Um, and then I, the rest of it has kind of been a revolving door between Michael Kempney, uh, who has really struggled this year. Uh, Rako Gudus, who's been fine. He hasn't actually been very good. I think he's been fine. And then mm-hmm. um, Yoda Siegenthaler, who has actually been very good, but is kind of a, a, a not a rookie defenseman, but he's a second year out. And he's someone I think that's trying to kind of solidify his place in the lineup. Although a lot of capital stands, me included, would like to see him get a little bit more regular ice time. So, you know, in terms of the defense as a whole, I think that these last 15 games or so, I think it's even less than that now, which is terrifying. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I would expect them to kind of try to see how this all shakes out and see if there's a, a group of six that Reardon really can trust. So just kind of selfishly I'm going yeah. to ask you because I'm curious about your opinion the Flyers as we speak are three points behind the Capitals for first in the Metro yeah with the way the Capitals have been playing and with the way the Flyers are their good play can change at the drop of a hat so who knows how long this fun is going to last but <laughs> yeah. given the way the Capitals are playing can you see them kind of dropping enough games down the stretch and like you said, it's a really short stretch, which is wild. I can't believe we're here already. But yeah. um, in your mind, do you look at the standings and think, okay, maybe the Capitals end up second in the Metro? Oh, yeah. or, or do you think that that first place is locked up? No, 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 no. I mean, look, it's three points, right? You guys are playing some of the – really, hasn't it been since, like, November? You guys have been one of the better teams in hockey, I think. Like, somewhere in the oh. top three in points since November 1st. I think that's right. I all these tweets feel right. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I feel like I saw that. So there you go. That's an expert opinion right there. Um, but I, I mean, look, like you guys have been playing better than the Capitals for a long stretch of the year. And, you know, I mean, I think we could both enjoy how much Pittsburgh has dropped, right? Love I think it. It's now six a row in regulation, although I think they play Ottawa and Buffalo this week. So, you know, they, they, and, and they're getting Dumoulin and Marino back soon. So I would expect that that streak to end pretty shortly. But uh, either way, you know, yeah, I mean, I could totally see you guys catching us. I think that this game on Wednesday is something that the Capitals are going to need to play well, because mm-hmm. I would imagine you guys are going to be incredibly motivated for that game. And uh, yeah, like, I think that I could very much see you guys catching the Capitals who you know, I think that this is the Capitals are the kind of team that they've basically had a playoff spot, I think, locked up since really 10, 15 games into yeah, the year. Right? <laughs> and, I, you know, 
I don't know if the Capitals are going to care a ton about whether they're playing the second or third team in the Metro or the first wild card team, because I, I just don't know how much of a gap there really is there. So if I don't know what that is, I would imagine that doesn't do wonders to the player's motivation. I have to say, I kind of want our teams to end up 2-3 because I would like a first-round playoff. No, uh, you guys terrify me. I want no part of you. <laughs> exactly. And, and trust me when I say that's a compliment. No, you guys are good. I want no part of you in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. Back to this. Like, we're, we're vulnerable. We're, we're, we're beatable right now. Oh, yeah. We've kind of decided at Broad Street Hockey that the first-round matchup that we feel the most confident about would be the Capitals. Yeah. Which been might there. be foolish, but I, I kind of feel like that's the one team I feel super comfortable about. But I would I would say also the Islanders I would put up there too. They're, they're not a team that I particularly trust to score enough to win a, a seven-game series. But look, That's I've true. been wrong about Barry Trotz a lot of times before, and I might be wrong again. Who knows? Yeah, I keep waiting for that team to be bad. It never seems to happen. I don't no. understand it. But... No. They've, they've been pretty, pretty mad since uh, January, though, I would say. That's true. Yeah. So getting back to this game a little bit, um, <laughs> since I went a little bit too macro there, what would you say is the thing that's clicking the best for the Capitals right now that the Flyers are going to need to watch for? Oh, the penalty kill, which okay. is weird to say as a Capitals fan, but it is 100% true. We have like uh, the, either the first or second penalty kill in the league. And oh, wow. it's not one of those where you're saying, wow, the goaltending is making the goalies making a lot of saves. No, like their penalty kill this year is incredible. Like, weirdly incredible. So, uh, you know, and I think that it's really headlined, in my opinion, by Carl Hagelin, who I've on Twitter said he's like a penalty-killing savant, because he weirdly is. He always seems to kind of know where he is on the ice, and he's, he's able to use his elite speed, which is still elite, and really disrupt kind of lanes and is always great at racking the puck. And so that's the penalty kill, weirdly, this year has been incredible. And so that's something that... You know, I I would really watch out for. What's the weakest point? Those bottom um, four defensemen. Well, I mean, our power play actually is pretty crappy for like mm. three months now, which is again crazy to say on a power play with Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Nicholas Backstrom, and John Carlson. Right? That's that's <laughs> yeah. a weird thing to say, but it is 100% true. They are not playing super well. I, they've been a little bit better recently with it, and I think having Ilya Kovalchuk on the second unit has done a lot for that unit. Which so that's good. I would say that. Our bottom pair, which every team I know has a problem, bottom pair defense, but ours, you know, particularly Michael Kempney, who I actually don't think is going to play against you guys, um, that's not been great. And I think our top two lines are pretty vulnerable defensively. So, I mean, any line with Alex Ovechkin on it is going to be a threat offensively, but, mm -hmm. you know, is not someone that, uh, you know, is going to give you a hundred percent great defense any not that he ever really did but you know i think now you know the age thing hasn't shown up when the goals but it has shown up i think in a lot of other things and defense included um and then yeah so you know i think there's that i think that if you guys do drop sansonov he's been a little inconsistent lately and so that's another thing i would look out for okay yeah we need all of us collectively need alex ovechkin to save his energy for breaking that Gretzky record. Well, I mean, hey, you can make some progress against you guys. <laughs> hey, maybe, but not. Save it for the Penguins. <laughs> save, save the goal save scoring for, for the, the Penguins. Penguins. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I think we all want Alex Ovechkin to score a lot of goals against the Penguins, right? I think so. we can all agree on that, yes. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody 
on the lineup playing extraordinarily well that we should keep an eye on? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I would say that I always talk about every single time I've been on this podcast, I said Rana. Um, so I'll mix it up a little bit. Uh, oh, Lars Eller has actually been weirdly incredible this year. Uh, there was a lot of reports this offseason that Eller's worked on his skating a lot. And that's something that is very noticeable because he's a much, I wouldn't maybe say top line speed fast skater, but he's a lot of his edge work and his change of direction has become very, very good. And pretty much whoever he's played with, he's made better. And you know, the, the Capitals contract they signed him to, you know, to basically be a perpetual third line center is something that's really worked out because Lars Eller has taken a bit of a step forward this year that I did not expect. And so that's someone that Every time you're on the ice, he's doing something positive. And so that's kind of a little under-the-radar player. Uh, aside from that, I mean, obviously, Ovechkin's really good. Uh, Carlson <laughs> has kind of picked it back up. He struggled a little bit over the last few weeks. But I think playing him with Dylan has been really good and allowed Carlson to kind of focus more offensively. And so he's back to being great. And he never really wasn't. So, you know, that's obviously... People, you people don't need me to say watch out for Alex Ovechkin and John Carlson, but watch out for Alex Ovechkin and John Carlson. They're very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the last thing I'll ask you, as always, give me a score. Final um, score. Okay, wait. Is this in Philly? I think it is, right? No. Oh, it's in Washington. It's in D.C. All right. Uh, that doesn't necessarily help, by the way. The Capitals have been <laughs> weird. Well, you got, I mean, you guys also been, like, weirdly, like, great at home and then bad on the road. That is correct. Yeah, um, so the Capitals have actually kind of been better on the road than home in a lot of cases this year. Um, you know, I I don't know. Like, I could see this being a game the Capitals get up for and then have a stinker in New York. Or mm. I could see the Capitals being flat and then getting up for New York. Like, so I'm going to say that it's a home game. It's Wednesday night rivalry, which is super mm. serious, obviously. Yes. Um, but uh, I... You know, I don't know. Like, this feels like the kind of game that's going to be a weird, disjointed, like, 3-2 Flyers win in overtime. How about that? I'm into it because I am so positive about the Flyers right now that I could burst. I don't blame So I'm only, <laughs> I would be yeah, too. I'm only picking wins. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, I was going to say it would kind of be like a sort of like boring two to one maybe three to one if they're lucky kind of win like I mean given what that last game was I don't think we're going to get anything close to that kind of firework excitement no no and I mean what's interesting is actually the Capitals had like a really firework heavy game against Minnesota on a Sunday which was weird but (laughs) you know yeah I, I wouldn't have expected it but you know, so maybe they keep it going or maybe they're just flat. Who knows? Like, I, you guys are really good in the neutral zone. And that's mm-hmm. something that that always, when teams are good in the neutral zone, that always gives the Capitals fence. So I, you know, like I could see you guys really frustrating a lot of what the Capitals are doing, particularly because you guys are just playing great hockey right now. And you're hard to play against. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like scared to get too cocky about it because I know it can be taken from me at any yeah. moment. <laughs> Right. That's like the frustrating part. Yeah. I mean, there's like these games where the Capitals like so they blew like a three goal lead against Winnipeg, which is a joke. But they played pretty well the whole game. And you're just like, I don't know, a couple of deflections happened. And there you go. Like you never want to blow a three goal lead. But I don't know. Sometimes it's just stuff happens and there's no narrative behind it. It just happens, you know. 
So who knows? Best and best and worst part about this game. Yes, agreed, 100%. <laughs> it can it can both be maddening and you can also be like, wow, we got really lucky, and that's mm-hmm. you know, there's just certain like special sneaky satisfaction to that too. That's hard exactly. to describe. Exactly. Greg, thank you again for doing this. I think this is our last game, isn't it? Has um, to be. I feel like fourth one. I don't know. I, I feel like usually against divisionals you get four, but maybe it is only three. I think we've had four. I might be wrong. But I don't know. Who knows? All right. I'll get to chat with you again, but this was yeah. super fun. Well, do you you guys do these if there's a playoff matchup, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to play we're the playoffs. Like yeah, these, these players that I totally control are going to beat the players you can totally control. Exactly. We nailed we are, it. We are. <laughs> All right. Greg, thank you so much. Everyone, head over to Japer's Rink. Check out Greg's work and the work of his team. They do great stuff. Greg, I hope you enjoy the game. I hope yeah. your prediction comes true, because I liked it a lot. Well, we got a point, at least, out of my prediction, which, honestly, the you guys are playing, I would take. You'll take it. All right, Greg. <laughs> Go Flyers. All right.